Hi guys, you beautiful 20 and 30 somethings who are living your life and being your best selves and self-loving and self-learning and self-realizing, realize, realizationing, <laughs> y'all get it. <laughs> but um, hi guys, we are back for another episode. This is episode 39 um, and this is kind of going to be, um, I guess, a part trois to the parents just don't understand episode that was episode four so we reaching back way back all right about 35 episodes to kind of again touch on um kind of the idea of relationships when it comes to parent and child relationships um not exclusive to just mother and daughter or whatever just because I mean I understand that that's my experience and that's kind of the framework of how I'm going to introduce this topic to you guys today but my personal belief is that this is something that um could transcend across any type of relationship with family um especially with you know parent and child so I digress. What's the issue? I will tell you guys the issue. So, and parents just don't understand, and I haven't listened to this episode in quite a while, so bear with me, but I understand that I was talking about um, just realizing that your parents are first people and how that became kind of the tool that I needed in order to forgive my parents for not being there in the way that I expected or not, you know, living up to that kind of Disney Channel kind of uh, view of what a family and what uh, a mother-child relationship or father-child relationship is supposed to resemble. And I think that a lot of my disappointment growing up was because I had these expectations unbeknownst to me that my parents were young, you know, well, not necessarily young. They were about to be 30 when they had myself and they had my brother before me. But, um, you know what I'm saying? I understand that they're still figuring it out. And when they say, like, there's no manual to this shit, this parent shit, um, there's really not. So kind of just realizing that and that realization really only came when my close friends started to become parents. Because I'm looking at, like, all right, last last year, <laughs> we was turning the fuck up. What you mean? Like, <laughs> response to what? You're, you're what? Um, so I think that's when that realization hit me. It's like, when life happens, life happens. And there's no manual. And literally, parents, whether it turns out good or bad, they're doing the best that they can for that person at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, cool. So now that that <laughs> precursor and that kind of review um, is out of the way, I want to touch on kind of what's going on with my family dynamics now. Um, now that it has been a few years since I lived at home, I returned back home and I am dealing with kind of, okay, what does a parent-child relationship look like now with me at almost 27 years old? Um, living in the household. So if you're interested, say stay tuned. If you're not, thanks for listening thus far. <laughs> but here's episode 39. All right, guys. So I don't know if anyone has experienced this because I understand that it may be a common experience for people to return home after school, whether it be undergraduate or graduate school. Um, Me personally, it's never something that I wanted to do. And I was very comfortable living on my own and living separate from um, my family. Um, 
this may seem kind of hard to believe, I'm not big on family holidays. Um, I'm not really big on family time. Um, And saying this out loud, I think that um, the reason why that is, is because I don't really have positive family memories. I don't really have um, moments that I can think back on where it was, you know, a a family type vibe. And again, this is another reason why I don't let my mother or like really, really close family listen to my podcast because that could be offensive. Like she would definitely take offense to that. And I don't want her to because understand, again, I know that she did the best that she could, but there's a lot of things that I feel like you know, parents, again, being people, they hold on to different trauma, they hold on to different experiences, and it influences how they deal with things. And so my mother, um, and this is my interpretation, I am not a licensed kind of person to analyze her or her behavior, but I know people. Um, And so it is my assumption that based on the fact that she was an only child, based on the fact that she was primarily raised by um, my grandmother, um, my grandparents divorced, my mother was 15, but my grandfather had been, you know, in and out of the house um, more kind of emotionally than physically. Um, But in the physical sense, he did cheat on my grandmother quite frequently. And that's what led to their divorce. So um, my grandfather and I briefly spoke about him on a few episodes ago after his passing um he wasn't the nicest of men um definitely physically abusive definitely um emotionally abusive um verbally abusive (laughs) all of it and not to speak ill on the dead but I feel like um there were some things that my grandmother and being the strong woman that she was I think that sometimes we we think that being strong means um just kind of getting over it and um i i kind of i don't like that by just saying oh i'm just going to get over it i'm just going to bottle it up i'm just going to put it behind me and not dealing with the kind of ramifications of those issues those trauma um you know whatever incidences happened you know you're allowing that to fester You know what I'm saying? And in the way that an infection kind of festers, it's going to come to a point where it's going to get so dramatic that something needs to be cut off. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be like, okay, like now you don't have, you know what I'm saying, the means to to utilize this part of yourself because you've allowed this, this, this to fester for so long that it's now infected you know what I'm saying and has doesn't have the ability to operate in the way that you need it to right and I hope that analogy kind of makes sense to people um if it doesn't slide in the motherfucking dms okay but um I digress so in my kind of um analogy not analogy oh sorry guys in my um interpretation of kind of how my mother dealt with things i think that she dealt with things modeled after my grandmother to just be strong um and again 
not saying it's good or bad. It just kind of is. But strength doesn't necessarily come from um, shutting up and not dealing with it and acting like it doesn't bother you. I think that, in my personal opinion, my strength comes from situations like this, right? Being able to talk about my experiences, being able to talk about, um, you know, what's bothering me and being able to to stand in my emotions and acknowledge that, yes, I feel this way. And again, it's neither good it's nor bad. It just is. And this is an emotion and a real emotion that I'm going to put value in. There's a reason as to why I feel this way. There's a reason as to why I feel anger or I feel disdain or I feel hurt or I'm a, I get, you know what I'm saying, excited or happy or whatever the emotion is on whatever end of the spectrum it is there's there's validity in how you're feeling um and to acknowledge that right so now back to the story so um yeah I think that there's a lot of things that in my separation from my parents um and just being you know so far away from my mom um I had to kind of come to the kind of the I had to come to the the final conclusion of who I am and who I want to be in this world and just through the natural kind of just finding out who you are and discovering yourself sometimes it is based on influences of your family upbringing but I've already explained that I have um you know an a detachment from my family so I I don't really see things the way that they see things right um case in point recently I don't want to talk about shit unless it has something to do with me or if it has something to do with the person that's speaking right so you want to tell me a story if that story doesn't involve me or you then I don't want to hear it um if you're you know then that to me it constitutes as gossiping and I just don't have the fucking time um I'm very selfish with my time I'm very selfish with what I put my energy into and I don't owe it to anyone to be drained um from a conversation that lacks substance you know what I'm saying there's other stuff I could be putting my energy and my time into so my mother just doesn't understand that and I am a believer that I don't necessarily want to speak unless it's worth something unless it's a value and Maybe this is kind of where I need to learn maturity or I need to learn the art of compromising because um, depending on how someone sees things and what their um, perception of kind of conversation and what that means and the exchange of words, maybe the nonsensical things mean something to them. And it's unfair for me to kind of just discredit or just kind of say, nah, this conversation is bullshit when even just the exchange of words, it means something to them. So maybe that's something that I, an area that I still need to grow in. Um, And I've acknowledged that. And I think that even now just talking about it and allowing the words to flow from my brain to my mouth, um, it's helping me just kind of understand my mom and understand, you know, myself just a little bit more. So again, OA podcast be coming the fuck through for me. But um, now back to the point, right? Because you know how females when they tell stories, it'd be seven stories in one. That's me. That that's 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 me. That's what I be doing <laughs> all the time. But, um, yeah, so where my area of discomfort is right now is living 
back in a household where I am constantly trying, like, where my mother is constantly attempting to parent me, right? Um, And I didn't, I didn't get a lot of attention, um, for a lack of better words, when I was younger. I was always a very independent child. Um, and I think that I play that part because my brother was one who required a lot of attention, whether it be um, behavioral issues, whether it be, you know, um, justice issues, justice, what does that mean, right? So legal issues, um, whatever have you, just just things that he was going through, medical issues. You know, my brother required a lot of work and I'm grateful that I am as independent as I am um, because it definitely lessened the load for my mom and she's acknowledged that we've had those conversations and I've been able to express to her that yeah ma but even though you didn't have to worry about me it would have been nice you know what I'm saying to for you to check on me you know I may not have needed it but now it's like I don't even want it so now at 20 almost 27 years old you're attempting to oh what you doing where you going oh who you hanging out with oh well do you want to do this well and telling me simple shit like for example the bus that i ride i've been riding this bus since i was six years old i've been riding this bus this bus for 20 years you don't need to tell me what bus to take you know what i'm saying like simple shit like that it's just like all right you just want to hear yourself talk and that's the issue that i'm having so it's such a just Ah, insert made up word here that signifies confusion, discombobulatory type of situation going on in my household Um, because it doesn't seem like there's any type of relief in sight. And when I talk to aunts, uncles, step grandmothers, they really, they tell me that I'm not crazy. I'm not tweaking like you know, my mother can't try to parent me, but it's like, how do I communicate that to somebody um, when they take offense? You know what I'm saying? I think that it's hard to communicate about any topic when the person puts up a consistent barrier. If they don't want to hear what you have to say because of the way that you're saying it, they can either do one or two things, right? And there's a responsibility on the sender of the message. So myself in this situation, my responsibility may be to alter the way that I relay my message, to relay it in a way that that person will understand, or to emphasize the fact that it's not a personal attack. But where does the responsibility lie for the receiver of the message, right? So my mom in that situation, her responsibility is either to, you know what I'm saying, ask additional questions to make sure that she understands what I'm saying and the point that I'm trying to say, um, but also to to be open to receiving it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. But yeah. When I've when I polled different people about kind of uh, what's going on with their family dynamics now that they've been out of the household for so long and trying to kind of live back in the home, I think that I've unless you have like a super kind of jovial relationship with your parents um, or if they've never been the type to just kind of always be on your back, I think that it's more of a seamless transition, whereas um, if you've kind of identified yourself as kind of an independent from your family and you do things completely different, I think that it's hard, you know, it's, it's difficult to go back into that. I think it's difficult on the parents because 
there needs to be the realization that, hey, I don't know my child in the way that I thought that I knew my child. Like, for example, personality, right? A lot of people think that I am this super kind of um, just happy, personable, social butterfly who just loves to be around people. Um, I fucking hate people. I love people. Like, I love, like, learning about people. I love um, seeing how people interact. I love, um, you know what I'm saying, like, the beauty of people. Do I like interacting with people? Fuck no. No. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Shocker. So I think that it's, you know, my mother has to realize that she doesn't know me, like, I can literally go weeks without speaking to anyone and be perfectly fine. I may speak on social media, but I don't have to open up my mouth and speak. So, I don't know, just different things, kind of realizing that, okay, I don't know my child. So, um, understanding, okay, like, this person may not necessarily be a stranger to me, but they are a stranger because I have to um, I have to get to know them and reestablish a new relationship. And it's kind of what do I do when I've expressed that, hey, the way that we are doing things is not working. We need to come to a compromise um, myself as an almost 30-year-old female and yourself as, you know what I'm saying, the parent of an almost 30 year old female <laughs> but yeah it's hard guys and i am struggling every single day um and i'm pussy because the only reason i'm speaking so freely right now is because i'm not even in the same country as my mama <laughs> now i can say whatever the fuck i want to say huh but yeah, guys, um, I think that it's, it's difficult. And I think that the beauty of growing older is regardless of whatever age your parents had you at, the age gap will, it will begin to close, right? When you start to kind of deal with the same things and you're starting to encounter the same things. And that was something my mother talked about was just so beautiful for her when she was getting older and she had such a great relationship with my grandmother um, because, you know, that age gap started to close and, and she could understand a lot more and she still had that respect for her mom because that's her mom, but, um, her mom also became her friend. And I know that my mother was looking forward to that with her daughter. And I do, I have some kind of resentment towards myself, um, that I'm unable to give that to her. You know, I'm, I'm extremely disappointed in myself because, um, I don't foresee that happening anytime soon because it's just it it does not work the person that she is and the person that I am we're two very 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 different people um and I want to be more of kind of what she needs but it's that I'm struggling with at what cost is that what cost does that mean to give up kind of how I do things for her benefit so she could feel as though she has this super awesome relationship with her child you know if it makes me uncomfortable is it worth it for her happiness you know um so yes a lot that I'm dealing with um I think I would like to challenge you all to just kind of you know evaluate the relationships that you have with your parents if you have an amazing relationship with your parent 
let them know that you appreciate them. If you don't have an amazing relationship with your parent, what can you do to start to change that? What can you do to start to, you know, chip away at the ice between you guys, you know? Um, And that's something that I'm doing for myself. I think that it's going to take a lot more of um, that critical thinking, brainstorming portion of it, um, because I literally do not know what else to do if... Um, there is a blockade um, blocking my communication to that person. Um, So nothing is kind of insurmountable. Y'all gotta forgive me. Y'all know how I be fucking up words, but I believe that's the right word. But nothing, there's nothing that cannot be overcome, right? Um, Me being a believer, me being a Christian, I firmly believe that, okay, I can do all things through Christ. Cool, right? We all heard that expression, even if you're not a believer. Um, But I don't think that there's anything that can't be won over. I don't think there's any person that can't be won over. I think that it takes a lot of love. I think it takes a lot of selflessness. And I think that my issue is, do I want to be selfless during my selfish period? Right. So I hope that this gave you all something to think about. Um, Again, as always, I love you all for listening. I thank you so much for listening every single week, even when I don't be posting shit like I don't be letting y'all know when I release the episode. Y'all just know Um, if you like my podcast, share it with someone else. Um, if you want to debate about anything, slide in these motherfucking DMs. Um, so you can go to the podcast page is overly ambitious podcast. And that's on the Instagram platform, or you can DM my personal page, um, is at sank to ratchet S A N C T I R A T C H E T. Um, and as always again, guys, I love you. Bye.